Why does the bad boy seem to get the girl first? Hmm. And do women really love the bad boys? We're going to be answering some of these questions today. So welcome to Passion Unlimited Podcast. I am your host, psychotherapist, author, and founder of Fearless Love, Gianni Adamo. And this is the season four of Passion Unlimited Podcast, where I am featuring the topics that are covered on my Amazon bestseller, From Love Trauma to Fearless Love. Basically, we are covering toxic relationships so that you can survive, recover, and thrive and love life and relationships. So today's episode, I am covering and I will be discussing why narcissists are attracted to good people and the grooming process that a narcissist uses to entrap his or her victims in order to manufacture love and devotion. So I also want to just say, just kind of continue to bring you guys up to speed with everything that is going on with my book. Um, I am continuing to, like I said uh, last week, I am getting the professional reviews in and they're giving me two thumbs up. I'm enjoying to, you know, seeing that they understand the essence of my book and how powerful it is for healing. So I received a review from Book Life Prize and it tells us that I have taken a unique, Adamo has taken a unique approach to self-help. And I love the fact that they were able to see that from love trauma to fearless love is not only genuine in tone, but that it's lyrical at times. And what that means is it's poetic. And I exactly, that's exactly how I wrote this book. I really, when I wrote this book, I used my creative self and my my analytical side, and they both came together to produce this Amazon bestseller. Um, audiobook reviewer also loved this book and they gave me a five-star review on Amazon and they say it's a very powerful delivery of a very important and useful information for healing they love the narrator which is Rebecca Ramirez and she performed the book expertly with the correct amount of passion fear longing and confusion her pace was steady smooth and enjoyable and for those of you who have read the book or have heard the audiobook please leave me your reviews so important it will help Amazon to know that it's a useful book and an enjoyable book and they will continue to show it organically to people who may be seeking healing um, or who have encountered a narcissist in their life and now they're on their way of re- and reco- uh, now they're on their way to recovery okay so today we are covering questions around why are good women attracted to the bad boys and are good men and excuse me and why are good men attracted to the biatch biatches and so we're gonna address that right now in this segment all right so without any further ado so why is it that all these bad boys seem to get all these awesome women and then all these good guys seem to be attracted to the biatches and then all these good girls are like what the heck happened all right so and the science of love whether you like it or not opposites do add spice and passion to a relationship 
So you are drawn to others out of needs and desires you seek to fulfill in your own life, um, such as a desire to experience deeper connection, security, love, support, and comfort. All right, so that's on one hand. And then on the other hand, you have some, some of your unfulfilled longings for the polar opposite, which would be like adventure and freedom and risk and challenge and intensity. Uh, and these are some of the things that the narcissist embodies. And so when your emotional needs and your needs for more passion come together with your partner, you feel a, a greater sense of aliveness and completion. And that's just normal for all of us as human beings. The, um, the situation is that if we're not equipped with the red flags and understanding the warning signals, we can very easily fall prey to the sway of a narcissist. So a narcissist, basically, um, they are individuals that have an insatiable need for power or insatiable hunger for power, money, sex, exploitation. They are devoid of empathy and compassion, so they fake it. So what if you're not clear that you are recognizing or seeing that what's happening is actually not real, but it's a setup. Basically, that's what's going on. You're being set up. This is why it's so devastating once we are involved with them because we did not know we were being set up. So narcissists also characterize as being having highly, uh, they're highly manipulative individuals. They're very superficial and many of them are very charming. It's all about deception. There's a lack of empathy and remorse. There can be very impulsive. Um, there's a disregard for the law and callousness at times. And there's an inability to make deep connections or be loyal or have concern for the well-being of others. And so the thing is, you don't recognize that in the beginning because they wear masks and they're very charming in the beginning, or they can be. And they also, they use, we're going to go in through the grooming process later, but that's part of the reason why you don't know that you have been, you're being uh, targeted by someone who is ill-intentioned. So, okay, so I have... I have another question here that says, besides the opposite attraction, what, why else are narcissists attracted to good people? And that's a really good question. All right, so they are attracted to people who have a high capacity for love, okay? So people who possess antisocial disorders such as sociopaths and psychopaths and narcissists, they lack empathy. They don't have the foundation to actually be able to love others because in order to love others, you're going to have to feel their pain. You're going to have to feel uh, when they are feeling lost or a sense of loss. You're going to have to feel when they're feeling ashamed and embarrassed. Um, this is just very energetic. This is very um, just... There's the mirror neurons in our brain that pick up on how other people are feeling. And we could also project and assume how they would be feeling in certain situations. So we try to avoid embarrassing other human beings. 
because we wouldn't want to be put in those predicaments ourselves. A narcissist doesn't have the capacity. They actually enjoy humiliating their partners. They think it's fun. So anyway, so one of the reasons why they would be attracted to you is because you have a high capacity for empathy, love, and compassion. You actually are concerned for others when they are hurting. And these are things that they don't have, but they know they need to figure, they need that in order to ex exploit other human beings. So you basically become that source that kind of tells them what is right and what is wrong, even if they're not grateful for that, they actually make fun of you for it. But they need you. They have, they actually are very needy. Talk about needy people. <laughs> they're quite needy, but they actually project their neediness onto you and then they put you down and devalue you for what they're actually projecting onto you. That's actually their problem. So, a person who has also a high capacity for love also has usually high levels of trust. We have high levels of compassion. We have high level of tolerance. We usually attach very well and we're very loyal to our relationships. These are all positive qualities that you see, you know, that people have that are actually targeted and exploited by a narcissist. And part of the reason is, again, they don't have that capacity, you do. So they're able to see the world through what you're saying and through your eyes so that they are kind of like gauging what's going on because they don't have that capacity. Also, you're very, usually the persons that they target are people who are also highly reliable and responsible. Um, you are usually emotionally mature. You're able to take charge. Many times, um, you know, for those of us who have fallen in trap with a narcissist, we're the ones who are the caregivers. We will take care of children, sick parents, siblings, you know, <laughs> you name it. We are the ones who volunteer at, at organizations and at churches. Uh, we can carry a lot of responsibilities and we take pride in doing our best. And a narcissist loves that, absolutely loves that because they're kind of on the lazy side. They don't like to take responsibility. So you basically are their complement. Okay, um, so with that, the narcissist, again, is looking for people to exploit. So normally you, you're bringing a lot to the table. You're someone who has he's looking he or she is looking to exploit your emotional assets that's your compassion your love your empathy um the, your, the way you nurture others all that's all your emotional assets which many times we don't give ourselves credit for and they love that because they're not gonna give us any credit for that either uh, a narcissist is also looking to exploit people with money who have a powerful position or influence so if you are the boss you are not um, someone that they would be afraid to target they would love to target you because they want your influence and your power and they're also looking for people who are creative they're looking for people with spirituality there's a lot of them out there in the spiritual world who are narcissists they may paint themselves as an angel but they're actually the wolves in sheep's clothing so you got to watch out for those individuals as well who 
pretend to be so spiritual. Um, you will know people by their fruits, so by their works, by their actions, and you will know people that their words and their actions, um, there's integrity, integrity there. If there's no integrity, this is a huge red flag for you. All right, um, so and the next question I want to address is, I have heard that narcissists groom their victims. How does this happen? Especially to well-educated, intelligent people who seem to fall for them. And that's a really good question because that is something that happened to Elena, the protagonist in our story of From Love Trauma to Fearless Love. As I mentioned earlier, narcissists wear masks. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. So they're not going to come to you all big, bad, and scary. They're going to come to you in a way that you can very quickly feel that they're genuine or that they're trustworthy. And how they do this is they actually target you. Um, they usually wear a really nice guy type of mask. They um, sometimes are in a position of power. Sometimes they're in a position in the community that they serve others. Uh, but usually there is a double life. So when they drop their guard, you end up seeing another side of them um, that is no longer that sweet, charming, caring human being that they're pretending to be in the beginning. So there is the, the victims of a narcissist are generally targeted. They're chosen for specific reasons, as I mentioned earlier, for all of your assets. Um, and the narcissist is going to mimic your language. They're going to mimic your interests, your religion, your values in order to gain your trust. All this happens in the beginning. Um, they are very suggestible. They will be testing your boundaries. Um, what that means is that, um, okay, good example of this one would be for me. Um, not long ago, there was someone online who had wanted to, um, you know, like get to know me and wanted to figure out like a first date. And he suggested a picnic on the beach. However, the ocean had been extremely like um, windy and unsettling for like two months. So picnic on the beach on the first date when the beach is not settled and it's not peaceful is not the right uh, place to be because no woman is going to feel comfortable having to eat her lunch <laughs> at a picnic. <laughs> no woman is going to be like, sure, I can't hear what you're saying because there's so much wind and there's so much sand being picked up. And I'm also not only eating my hair, but I'm also eating the sand that's being picked up. So already like this guy was weird. Like, who the heck is going to suggest a picnic on the beach when the weather for two months has been absolutely not so good for being at a, you know, at a beach setting? So that was a little weird. So I suggested something else. But by the third time we spoke, I could already see that I had already given in to this picnic at the beach, even though that's not where I wanted to be. I don't want to be eating my hair or eating sand and having to tell him I can't hear you because there's so much wind blowing. Can you please yell that louder? Um, so I'm like, by the third conversation, I realized I already said no, that I'm not interested in going to the beach, but yet 
These individuals use language like an art form. They truly are really good at turning words around, um, creating longing, desire, like setting you up so that your empathetic self falls into these traps where you're now say, agreeing to things that you don't want to agree to because you actually like care for them more than you care about for yourself in that moment. And that's because the brain is wired to stay connected. Your brain is wired for relationship. So it will always prioritize like saving a connection over you standing up for yourself. And this is why it's so important when you are in that dating phase that you aren't talking to this person every single day of your life. You need pauses between your communication. You need pauses between seeing each other. Why? Because in those pauses, you can analyze like, why did I agree to having a picnic at the beach when this is not a season to have picnic at the beach? And I had already said no. So my no was not only not respected, I was being manipulated to agree to something that I had no interest in doing. Ultimately, obviously, I put the kibosh on the whole thing once I understood what was happening and that there were other red flags coming up in those conversations. And I realized, and I actually reported him because of all these other things that were coming up. I realized this guy was a predator. And so he wanted to actually just isolate me because that's another one of the red flags. So I actually reported this jerk um, to the app, through the app um, that I had met him. And I realized this guy is just a predator. He's just trying to isolate women and take advantage of us. So he was reported, thank God. And I want you ladies and men, because there are men who are being targeted also, feel free to report these people right through the app that you are meeting them. So it's important um, to recognize red flags. When your boundaries are being pushed, when you have said no, and now all of a sudden there's two or three more conversations and now you're being swayed to say yes. And you're like, but even when you say yes, you're like, a few days later or hours later like but I don't really want to do that you're being manipulated and stand that you can stand up for yourself by disconnecting yourself with these individuals and moving on to the you know other more hopefully um, real human beings okay um, so in this grooming phase they usually are very um, again suggestive so lots of beautiful suggestions this individual that I ha had reported wanted basically to take me away um, to the other side of Florida where he has his cottage um, and his boat and spend the weekends with me over there and he otherwise he wasn't going to be dating in public spaces so he really wanted to get me out secluded he, he wanted to get me out to the secluded places where it's only going to be the him and I uh, you know on his boat and in his condo or wherever he lived or whatever you know cottage he had um, and I'm just like, buddy, if you can't even go to a cafe and have a cup of coffee with me, why would I want to go across the state with a man that I don't know and is telling me he doesn't want to be in public places because right now with this pandemic, he doesn't want to you know, be exposing himself to coronavirus, but he's willing to expose himself to me in his secluded place out across the state, okay? This is why he got reported as a freaking predator. So I want you guys to be very much awakened to the stupid things, and they're not stupid, they're actually very smart in how they target us and the bullshit they feed us and the carrot dangling and the future faking stuff um, that sounds so romantic, but when you analyze 
the romantic stuff. You're like, this guy's a complete and total stranger and I'm supposed to spend my weekends alone in seclusion with him and he won't even spend, you know, 30 minutes to meet me at a, at a coffee shop. I don't think so. All right. So uh, watch out for lots of gift giving um, in the beginning and trying to rescue you. Uh, also watch out for them disappearing and a lot of manufacturing of excuses. Um, they will leave you hanging for, you know, they, you're expecting phone calls, you're expecting a date, doesn't happen. There's this tension and suspension with them. So watch out for these patterns of you having to say, or you saying yes to stuff that you don't want to say yes to, having them be very suggestive and future, um, like dangling future carrots, future faking and all this tension and suspension that they don't come through when they're word. These are all huge, huge red flags, okay? They're looking to manipulate you. They're looking to basically what a predator or a narcissist does. They basically are bullying us with wrapping disrespect with kindness. So watch out for that. They sound like they're so kind, but they're actually being disrespectful. And um, they're also, um, um, wrapping charm around manipulations. So unpack that. Take time to recognize what's going on. And they're also wrapping seduction around control. So they're very seductive at times, but really what that seduction is, is alluring, swaying you, controlling you to do things the way they want you to do things. And that makes you highly manipulate, uh, suggestive when you're not catching on and they like that because they're like, good, she's he or she is like falling into my traps. All right, so these things usually happen quickly uh, because they're kind of relentless. Um, so you do need time as you speak to different men and women as you're dating out there to pause and analyze what's going on and if this is something that you really want and it, or, or is your well-being being prioritized. If your well-being is not being prioritized, if your needs are not being prioritized. This is probably a setup. Okay, so usually what happens is these things happen so quickly and you end up, your chemistry gets triggered quickly. So in a matter of a week or two, you can be head over heels in love with these individuals because they know how to manipulate your chemistry. So all of a sudden you have fallen in love, but in actuality, you have lost your power because you have now been pulled in into an exploitive relationship with a narcissist. So this is why it looks like the good girls love the bad boys. It's because we have been set up and in a matter of, you know, a week, a few weeks, our chemistry has been manipulated to fall in, in love with them. But it's in actuality, it is a place of exploitation. So the next question is, how did this play out in Elena's story? Was it difficult for you to write? Okay, um, yeah, so this plays out in the in my book, From Love Trauma to Fearless Love. Sassad was pursuing her. He was sweet and charming. He cyber-stalked Elena. He knew where to go and show up that she would be already at, like parties and events and town uh, things that happened in her community. Being that they were you know, both on social media, on Facebook, he knew like 
figured out where she would be, what parties and events, and he would show up there. And then he would be sweet talking her, charming her, you know, giving her attention. And so eventually, <clears throat> eventually he worn down her guard. Um, this, at the same time, he never respected her no, uh, which is a huge red flag. And it didn't matter how often and how much she really tried to gently say no to his advances. He didn't give one hoot about that. Okay, so as we are coming, um, as I am coming to um, ending of this episode today, I want you to know that the tension between opposites does produce genuine passion. Please know that, that the tension between the opposites does create genuine passion between two individuals. And that will help you to have a, a relationship that can be sustained and deepened and enlivened as long as each partner is respected, as long as each partner is seen and cared for. These differences encourage us to move out of our comfort zone, to embrace our growth, therefore evolving us into a more whole and complete person. Um, so just because so many of us have been involved with narcissists, it does not mean that when you are attracted to someone who's your opposite energy, and it's opposite in energy, not opposite in values or not opposite in goals. You need to have shared values, goals, and some interests, some things that you like together to do for fun. Those things need to be the same, but your energy like one of you can be the introvert while the other one can be the extrovert. That's okay. That creates enough mystery and tension to allow you to thrive in your sex life as long as you're being seen, respected, and your needs are being taken care of. So a worthy person who offers more than he, he or she takes and who value, values your heart, your mind, and your body this is a person that you can build a hopefully a trustworthy relationship with. And these are some of the things that a narcissist cannot do. So I hope this has helped you to understanding why um, it seems like the like women love the bad boys and um, you know and why uh, sometimes the good guys end up with these biatches and you're like, what the heck is going on? And anyways, for those of you who are not subscribed to Passion Unlimited Podcast, I am available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Breaker, on Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, Spotify, and on YouTube under my uh, Fearless Love channel. If you're not connected with me on social media, I am available at Instagram at Gianni Adamo. Please join the Facebook group under Passion Unlimited Podcast. Leave your remarks there. Um, and you could also, um, if you have not ordered the book or listened to the audiobook, please feel free to check it out on Amazon. And you can just look for uh, the, the book on Amazon. is From Love Trauma to Fearless Love. Thank you so much. And until next time.